Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast. My name is Joe Crisera, America's Service Sales Coach, and we're here with Matt Case from Bluon. Matt, welcome to our show. How are you doing today? Thanks, Joe. Good here, man. Happy to be here. Happy Friday. Appreciate you taking the time. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. And today we're going to talk about three keys to increase technician efficiency. Matt works with Bluon. Matt, why don't you first start talking about uh, how Blue Line came out of the blue light. It came just uh, similar. I must have had a blind spot or whatever. We never even heard of Blue Line until a couple of years ago. And then I <coughs> I heard nothing but Blue Line about helping technicians. How did Blue Line start getting involved with helping technicians diagnose problems and create solutions? Yeah, real quick backstory. Um, we actually started our history as a refrigerant manufacturer. And we thought that was kind of the be-all end-alls. If we came to the market with a viable replacement for R22 that was more energy efficient, better for the equipment, better for the techs, um, that that would be the, the the business model. And so long-winded story we won't go through today, but we created that alternative replacement, um, TDX20, our refrigerant product, and showed up to the marketplace and realized that it doesn't matter how good your kind of widget is to fix XYZ problem. If the blue collar service tech doesn't have training, support, education to know how to use said said new innovation, um, it's just going to die on the vine. And so we quickly realized and pivoted that the only way to potentially get product adoption was creating uh, tools, tips, tricks, and step-by-step -step instructions on how to use this new product that we had just created. And so to do that, we built a mobile app and put every piece of applicable equipment at the time, uh, which the original focus was just on R22-based equipment, into a simple, easy-to-use mobile app. So you'd go in, you'd click the brand name you're working on, scroll down, pick the model number, serial number, boom, and there you go. And so the the adoption of this mobile app um, took off like wildfire, but the use of our product didn't follow suit. And so we were like, that's interesting. What is What is all the use case of the app for, if not for the retrofit steps and instructions that we built it for? And then we realized that we were trying to solve, you know, like a NASA-esque type problem, but the industry really needed support 101. Quickly, mm -hmm. a quick way to find tools and wiring diagrams and tips and tricks and calculators and just HVAC basics in a brand agnostic way because no one had ever built a tool that focused on the lens of the service tech, right? Most tools are built through the lens of a distributor or manufacturer or a specialty, you know, widget, you know, et cetera. And so the thirst for a unified platform that could be home-based for the service techs to just start there when they start their day in their workflow uh, really took off. And so as the volume of techs on the app and the platform, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 started to increase, we really leaned into this tech support technician efficiency as kind of the holy grail opportunity. And so subsequently, we, we've added, you know, all Fortune A equipment and new equipment and just a litany of other things, including bill of materials and parts list and the ability to check for replacement parts, which we'll get in here to a second. But just this evolution from realizing that what we thought was a big problem that needed solving, what really turned into is this issue of the entire industry needs way more support, way more training uh, and way more cost effective tools to make the service techs, you know, over, over uh, more efficient. Yeah, you know, it was like the first time this was introduced to me about two years ago, and uh, I, I kind of likened it to the Uberization of uh, technician support. Like, I know that 
when I grew up back in the early, in the late seventies, being a technician, I had a guy named Jeff Barnes who worked at a place called Midway Supply in uh, Zion, Illinois, and he he would be like my blue eye, and I'd be like, Jeff, what do I do with this kind of a thing? He'd be like, Well, Joe, you need to get the, this. Uh, you're going to order a, a spring coupler. You need to get a motor mount for that pump or what? He'd he'd give me the pro tip that isn't in the textbook. Uh, and, and I, when I called Luan, I was literally astounded because I'm like, it was definitely like a recreation. What I, I think the Uberization part of it mean is that you take people who've got experience in these trades who normally just kind of hang it up and don't, that they, they retire going to something else. Uh, people who have got a lot of experience and you match those people up with the younger people of today who need that mentoring and help and guideline. And it's a real service. And that's one thing that was like, it astounded me. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is what I've always said for years. Everybody needs to find a college of mentors that can help you in this industry. Cause I would say that there's so much to know that you're only going to know like a little bit of it, but finding where the answer is at, which blue on has so masterfully done. And I definitely highly endorse this uh, service that you have. And, uh, it is interesting how you started with a different service, and now the thing that you tried to do to promote the other service kind of blew up and became a thing of its own. That's first of all, kudos to you, and uh, I'm very happy that it's taken foothold. And I 100 100% support this notion. Tell us about how this will help. Uh, you had the three keys to increase technician efficiency, uh, and now we are introducing a new concept called Blue On for Business. Uh, if you don't mind going ahead and tell us about what's the next thing coming up in the near future here that's going to even take this to another help, another degree of help, if you don't mind. For sure. Yeah, I'll walk through that. I'm just going to share my screen, too, while we're talking here and give some context here. So in our world, um, we created this nomenclature, Blunt for Business, which is really trying to create a time machine for HVAC contractors, right? Because at the end of the day, efficient management of your labor in the field is make or break, right? For your contracting business, how fast you can get guys on and off of jobs, onto the next jobs, happy customer, et cetera, is the name of the game. And so at Blue On, I'm gonna skip through some of these slides here for time's sake here. At Blue On, we spent an inordinate amount of time assessing the day in the life of a service tech. And so for many, many years, many, many tens of thousands of, of service tech assessments, we came to this conclusion. And so, Joe, I see this, you see this 35% number on the screen. I do see it. I see it. Yeah. Uh-huh. This number on the screen here represents the average billable efficiency of a service tech. And so think about what that means for a second. So 35% of the time, they're doing activities in the field that are making the contractor money, which also means 65% of the time, they're doing activities that are not making money, uh, which is a huge, you know, kind of time suck and time waste. And so what we've done is look at this 65% what are those things that they're wasting time on and how do we get that time back? And so we've built tools to address each of those things to try to move that overall 35% number to 40, 45, 50, you know, and somewhere above. And so if you walk through a technician's day, time suck number one, we, we talked on briefly in our evolution here, anything to do with diagnosing the unit and finding information, looking up a manual, wiring diagram, tech spec, service bulletin, error code, right? All these things could take 15 to 30 minutes per tech per job per day per instance. And so scale that across the entire industry when guys mm-hmm. are pulling and scrolling down forums, <clears throat> trying to dive into a Facebook group to find this. We've solved that issue single-handedly. And so in five seconds or less, you can pop open the Blonde mobile app. There's 450,000 unique model families now in the mobile app and growing, which equates to about 20 million pieces of equipment. If you do the, the sub models under the model families, 
uh, 5 million parts and about 100 million cross-references. And we'll get to that data point in a second. But so mm -hmm. now imagine instead of digging around in the manual, looking looking for, or sorry, digging around in the unit, looking for a manual, two two clicks or less, it's right in front of your face um, in the Blue on Mobile app. So that can solve this initial you know time suck that we're calling it. And then we... Then we extended this. Okay, so what happens next? What is the second biggest time suck relative to a service text aid? Anything related to tech support, right? So as you mentioned, you know your ability to call your guy at the supplier who knew his stuff, right? Not all folks have that ability, and so oftentimes what happens? You call an OEM and you're on hold for hours or sometimes days, which is funny to think that when they call back the next day that you'd still be sitting in front of the unit as if you're supposed to sleep there waiting for them to call you back. Um, but tech support in general has not been very well, I would say, facilitated within the industry. And so what happens is a lot of folks try to take on uh, an internal tech support burden, right? So you have your service manager or your highest trained service tech. And instead of him being out in the field doing jobs, he becomes the anchor for internal support. And so when the younger guy now calls that guy and takes him offline for tech support, now I have two revenue generating instances that are now cost burdens, right? So it's this... It's a never-ending cycle of uh, double negatives from, from an economic sense. And so what we've done is built a best-in-class third-party tech support mechanism that imagine it's like service manager on demand. He's there mm -hmm. when you need him, but you don't have to have him internally, and he doesn't get swamped and bogged down because we have a litany of guys from you know your one-ton resin unit to your thousand-ton chillers that can answer calls you know a couple minutes or less uh, wait time and everywhere in between. And so we really saw that waiting on hold on a job for tech support can be make or break relative to that job being a profitable one or not uh, from the contractor lens. And so we built two tools to really solve this tech support issue and help scale uh, and help the service techs. And so tool number one initially was our live tech support. So we had 30 plus best in class guys. We answered the phone 24 seven. Some, some days in the summers, it was six, 700 calls a day. We became more or less tech support for the entire industry. And so with that, we had recorded and transcribed all of the calls that we had taken, real live calls in the field, you know, over some hundred thousand calls we had taken uh, over that period of time. But the issue was exactly what you mentioned about your guy. It's how do I scale the knowledge and information that that guy who'd done it for 20, 30 years, how do I get that out of his head and into some easy to access thing to where it doesn't have to become a one-on-one -on -one conversation every time? And so thankfully, this advent of AI and OpenAI and ChatGPT came along, we were able to take that ecosystem, take all the library of calls that we had facilitated, plug that data into our own large language model and create AI tech support. And so now within the same Blue on Mobile app that I just mentioned is your first time saver, you can ask Aster Mechanic as if you're talking to a real life service tech because the data it's pulling from is literally 100,000 questions that have been asked and answered and solved real life in the field. Um, people think this part's kind of funny. When we first launched it internally, you know, it would kind of cuss like a service tech. It was a little, you know, politically incorrect sometimes because it was taking the real conversations, right, that these guys had actually facilitated, you know, over the years. And so we dialed the, you know, the tenor and the temperature of the language, you know, to to dial some of that back. But um, most important is that the ethos of that is still there. So the more specific you ask it, the better. Um, it knows tech nomenclature, you know, you ask what a squirrel cage is, it's going to tell you, right? It's, it's, it's apt to all that, but most important, it's meant to be the first line of defense for tech support within this ecosystem. And so the ability to just have somewhere where they can go and confirm, right? About half the tech support calls we were taking, 
the guy was on the right track. He generally knew where to look or what he was working on, but he just wanted a little confirmation, right? And so to have something I can just quickly check and text into uh, real time for confirmation is, is super important. Um, the AI is conversational. So if I say, hey, Joe, uh, I need to check up, you know, how do I see if a compressor is broken? It's going to give me eight options, you know, from electrical down. And then you can dive into those and say, okay, I realized it's X, right? And it will continue the conversation with you. Um, it's talk to text also, so you can just hit the button and talk into it. It's linguistic. So in case you guys have, you know, Spanish speaking service folks or any other language, you know, it, it can go uh, any language on the data side, which is super powerful. But the net net here is we think that this can take about, you know, 70, 75 ish of all basic tech support QA can be handled on the master mechanic front, which is just an amazing thought to think about, you know, within the industry. And it's a living thing. So as more questions gets asked, as more real calls get serviced, the, the whole thing continues to grow um, and continue to scale. So we're super excited about the AI function and feature of this. And, and this will continue to be a super good part um, of what we built here. But in the instance, let's say that 25% I mentioned where you still need real live human tech support, we have that as well. So again, right from the mobile app, you hit the call live support button and you're going to get one of my 20, 30 year veteran guys in the field who knows exactly what the heck they're talking about. Um, two important data points on this tech support platform. You call from the unit you're working on, which is a big time saver for both sides. Number one, it routes the call to the expert. So my two-ton resi guy is not going to answer the thousand-ton chiller call and vice versa. And secondarily, when the guy calls in, you can see on the screen here, this is what my guy sees. So Jim Smith, ABC Heating and Air. He's in Irvine, California. It's 72 degrees. He's calling about this unit. He's got this many years of experience. So within 30 seconds, we're on the same page of who he is, where he works, what the weather is, what he's working on. And you don't have that 15 minutes of trying to read model numbers and explain to the person on the other end of the phone what the heck's going on. Hmm. In the instance you need to see something, there's a live video function within the tech support as well. So you can see on the screen there, that's a real screenshot of us using it all within the mobile app. So you just click video and it flips over. It's low latency. So it works over uh, cellular. You don't need Wi-Fi. You can be in an attic. You can be in a basement. But now my tech support guy can just visually see and say, nope, point to the green wire on the left. Nope, move the wrench to the right. And we can speed up that whole process as well. Um, last important data point here on the tech support side is our tech support for live support, it's issue-based, not call-based. And so if you call, that opens a ticket for an issue. The issue stays open until it's resolved. So we take the bet on our side that our guys are fast and efficient. We're going to get you guys off you know, fast. If not, obviously, we're going to eat the economics of that because it takes us all day. That's not a you know a winning business proposition. But the point is, it's not a nickel and dime kind of service offering. Um, if you guys, if the guy has to call back two or three times, there's an easy way to do that right from in the mobile app. And in the issue itself, um, I think it's like a chat function. You can text, you can send pictures. And so the communication stays there and, and easy to uh, replicate, even if the issue isn't resolved yet. So we think this is a um, pretty nifty platform that we built. We built this whole entire platform from scratch to focus really on the efficiencies of getting tech support and servicing tech support. Because if it's efficient on one side and not on the other, it doesn't really work. Mm anyone there. So the tech support function is really the, the second time suck solver, as we mentioned here. And then, you know, as you mentioned at the beginning, there's three things we're, we're built to help solve increase, you know, technician efficiency. Number three here is the time delay of interacting with the distributor to get replacement parts and materials. And so historically, what's happened in the industry is that you figure out or a tech figures out, we need to replace a condenser motor. Then the problem begins, right? Because you got to call Joe. You got to explain to him what it is. You got to read the part number. 
you got to then say, Joe, Joe then has to go to work and say, Oh, I have it. I don't. He's got to look up cross reference and get back to you and call you back. But then he got busy and people are in the store, right? It's that age old problem of it's just inefficient on both sides. And so what we've done here on the one for business, big evolution is we've taken this amazing database and cross reference tool that we originally built for the distributors and moved it over to the contractor. And so when I pop this up here in a second, you'll see for the first time, the contractor has access to OEM, OEM partner, uh, cross-reference parts and their part numbers. And so now the contractor can make business decisions based on this data and information without having to first go to talk to Joe at the counter to get this data and information. So the ability to speed up this entire ecosystem here um, is really what we're talking about in a nutshell. So. I'm going to pop these tools, both of them open uh, in real time here. And we'll just walk through them so you guys can get a visual. Let me go ahead and just get a, uh, a word on, on that part there alone. I remember when I was a technician and uh, we were, uh, I was at a, uh, I was trying to get a special order part for a brand I did not sell. It was for a, uh, I think it was for a York or something like that. And it was like, it is, oh, you got to wait five years, five weeks for this inducer motor because it's being, we don't have, we have to re replenish the manufacturer. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm sitting there trying, I'm at the phone with them for hours. I was, like you said, it must have been three hours trying to figure this, source out this thing. I asked them if there's any other way we could do this because uh, people have no heat right now. And they're like, well, yeah, that's it. We're, I just don't have it right now. It's just out of stock and we're going to manu manufacturing more. And I happened to go to, I remember I was at a, a Johnstone Supply and I'm like, uh, and I happened to see like the inducer motor, the, the one I had the one of my head, I just, I had, I was sitting there looking at that inducer motor on my desk. I put it in my truck. And so I've been looking at it for a long time for three hours, just looking at the motor, see if there's any way I could find this thing somewhere. I'm at a Johnstone and I remember I seen uh, a part that looked just like it on their shelf. And I'm like, let me see that thing. It brought it over. It was the exact same part. It just was not the OEM. It was uh the cross-reference part that was huge. That was a big discovery for me, and now we had instantly have heat for the customer. That was the thing. So this is really, to me, this is the magic of uh, the Blue On for Business uh, service that you have. Number one, the AI component is amazing. Two, the experienced people you have, and then this element, <clears throat> just this alone, I think would pay for the whole thing, pay for itself in uh, in getting the right part at the right time. To, to make the job more efficient and get the client the service they're looking for. Go ahead, Matt. I didn't mean to step too much into this. You're spot on, right? Just the idea that a distributor would even <laughs> tell you five weeks, right? It's like your guy needs it today or tomorrow, right? So that that's you know not uh, not palatable. So to your point, what we built helps really solve that and help scale it uh, from the contractor side. So on the left of my screen here, this is the Blue on Mobile app, and so we'll just walk through kind of the formats and function of this and. To be clear, this is, I'm actually in the app. So this is not, you know, like a demo or, or a test thing here because it, it moves pretty fast relative to all the data and information here. So this is the search tool. We'll walk through this example in a second. The comms tool here, this is where I mentioned the tech support would be. So if an open issue on tech support, it would just be like a text chat here. We'd be communicating with our tech support folks. Um, there's a forum. So community interaction here. Guys post uh, tech to tech here, which is pretty cool to just see communal interaction. In the more function, this is where a lot of the tools are. So the master mechanic, the AI component right here in the mobile app is mentioned. Uh, tools and calculators as well. Um, super cool, subheat, superheat calculators, et cetera. All that are easy to find. But let's walk through a real life example. So let's say I'm a tech in the field and I'm working on this uh, 116A. And as soon as I start typing numbers here, the litany of data information and models that have that in there are going to start to show up. But let's say mm -hmm. it 
this three and a half ton carrier. <clears throat> and in two clicks here, as you mentioned, there's the manual, right? It's all scrollable and zoomable, right? Super user friendly. But how many, you know, tens of millions of hours have been wasted in HVAC history looking for basic product data and information? Um, if I hit get support, that's going to pop open the real live tech support function and the ability to call into one of my folks, as mentioned. And then we have all of the parts for this um, piece of equipment right here and the specs. So, I mean, how much time have you wasted looking to confirm and look up specs, right, relative to a motor or other? Yep. So you'll see here, here's the OEM part number, and it says part match has found 25 replacement parts. So whoever now at, internally at the company is uh, responsible for, let's call it air traffic control, they have access to this desktop version, which I will pull up the same exact unit here in the same two clicks and the same condenser motor. And you'll see 25 known replacements. So not only do I have, again, OEM part number here, but the 25 applicable replacements and the relative replacement score, right? Hmm, so that. in two clicks or less, oh, I see the same one that matches. Or, oh, GE, well, they have this one at local supply. So I'm just going to go there. Or maybe it's a Mars Universal one. We carry that on the truck and it's a spec-based match. So we got to see if there's any other tweaks relative to installation there. But point is, for the first time ever, the contractor now has access to this data information on the front end, which is going to allow them to navigate their business as far as speed to acquire these parts and materials uh, way more faster and efficient. Now, I will mention, Joe, one important part that's coming here is the ability to acquire parts and materials as well. Uh, we are integrating with some folks out in the field. Um, and so there'll be a purchase option coming as well in the Q2 timeframe, which is pretty exciting. So you can imagine how that will just further the loop of a, you know, an e-commerce type experience to just click buy, uh, order and have delivered. But for today's purposes and what's actually functionally live in the field, um, this is the, the tool that the contractor will have on the blown for business side. So last point I'll show here before I flip back over to the deck is this is this slide here, the screen that's loading, is really the culmination of what we've built for all of our tools and giving the contractor a dashboard view of the time savings and increasing the technician efficiency of each of these things. And so HVAC is a funny world, right? Where everyone knows the bookings, right? How much revenue you do, but no one's really looking at opportunity costs, right? How much more efficient or more profitable could a job have been if XYZ thing happened or didn't happen? And so through the use of our tools, we're quantifying these things and saying, hey, the app got used XYZ times, AI questions got used XYZ times, our tech support got used, the search tool, et cetera. All these instances gather into hours and hours and hours per tech per week or per month uh, relative to time savings. And so this admin dashboard um, is kind of a first of its kind within the industry to really see and quantify opportunity costs. And also it's going to allow you to see, hey, I got some guys that are using the heck out of this thing and some guys that aren't, but they do the same job. Why is Joe not leaning into just using the app to find the manual? Why is Joe still looking around in the model or in the physical unit for 10 minutes before he uses the app, right? It's going <laughs> to create a lot of proactive uh, behavior relative to using these tools. So we're excited to launch this, this dashboard as well, because it's really going to give the contractor this unique air traffic control ability um, to measure overall technician efficiency. That is amazing. I mean, what a great time! It, what a great time it is to be a service manager uh, in this world, 
having all these tools. These are all the things that literally it took every single frustration in the service management and service technician point of view and uh, created a solution. Uh, people must have like a warm uh, feeling of comfort when they see this information. This is amazing. It's super cool. And what's what's awesome about it, you know, Joe, is that because we've been in the industry now for some time, the technicians, it's like Blue On has been the secret weapon kind of in the pocket behind the scenes. And so now what we're doing is closing the loop with the owner operator service manager. And when someone signs up for Blunt for Business and we go to roll it out, half of their staff has already tried it before, already likes it, already loves it. You know, there's there's this internal validation that really no other software can say. It's like if something else new comes to the table and owner operator goes to force it down the the lens of the tech, uh, another thing I gotta download, another thing I gotta do. And it's like We've already got the adoption at the technician level. We've got, you know, over 170,000 techs now have come through the app, you know, registered, signed up, name, account, where they live, all, all that stuff. And so it's, it's kind of coming at it from a unique way. It's, we already have the approval and support from the boots on the ground. Now we're just showing and quantifying the value, you know, to owner, operator, service manager, um, et cetera, as you mentioned. And so, so yeah. So, um, one good point though, as far as that goes is a lot of folks ask, well, What's changing, right? It's like, well, my some of my techs already have the app, right? So do I need to do this pull on for business and all that stuff? And so short answer is yes. The app, the mobile app in its current form um, is moving to a freemium model, meaning the access will be limited to a lot of these tools unless you're a blue on for business customer or subscriber. And so that's the big data point here is if you're a contractor, service manager, owner, operator, you want to make sure you and your team are on blue on for business. Otherwise, the usage and instances of these things that your techs are currently using it for are going to become, you know, really, really limited um, downstream. And so, okay, so we walked through all this, what it is, what it does, the time savings component. And then everyone's favorite question on all of this is what does it cost, right? So mm -hmm. is it your firstborn child? Is it, you know, second mortgage on your home? What big sticker price are we going to put on all of this? And the short answer is it's none of those things. Um, we price this to be relatively inexpensive, almost a rounding error. Um, it's on a per bucket basis. So depending on size of shop, right? You can see the monthly prices there. But let's say you're a 20 tech infrastructure and it's 600 bucks a month. So, you know, 20 into 600, 30 bucks a month per tech <clears throat> ecosystem. And so $30 per month, do the billable hours math on, on your own company. That's a 15 minutes of time, right? If I say 15 minutes of time per month, that's that $30, right? Billable efficiency gain or thereabouts. And so that's really that. It's like from our estimates and averages, it's going to save anywhere from one to five hours per tech per week. And so if I can save 15 minutes per month and you'd be at a, you know, a break even relative to the, the cost here, um, then it's all upside from there. And so we wanted to price this to be, uh, very cost effective, very affordable. And most of all, prove it, right? It's like the dashboard, the use case, the instances are going to prove this. Um, we don't sell a big expensive thing all up front that you have to commit to some long period of time and then hope it's valuable. It's like sign up today, roll it out. Um, for folks in your ecosystem, you know, Joe, we're happy to do a one month free trial on the software side just to get everyone in the game and up to speed and see it, like it, love it before you commit to anything, you know, downstream, which is important to us. Cause it's like, if it doesn't work for you, we're not here to like lock people into software just to to lock people in. It's like we'd we'd much rather you see it, you like it, you love it, and then commit to to us, you know, downstream. But point is, um, we felt this was a very cost effective, you know, offering relative to the benefits and the values um, that we provide. To me, it's a no brainer. It's like if you 
<clears throat> if you took a service manager, and here's the biggest thing I see here too, uh, Matt. It's, you know, the service manager's job, the primary job to me is to train service technicians proactively. Uh, but most of the time they spend is on the functions of what Blue Lines is doing. So, so they're spending time being the support desk, finding manuals, trying to cross-reference parts, uh, all the things that Blue Line is doing. And so here you got a guy making 80000 a year uh, doing this work where he could be proactively training the team. Uh, another element of efficiency, the service manager doing their job now, which is to train the team proactively, will eliminate a lot of these support uh, questions and things like that, but they don't ever have time to get to it, right? So Blue Line handles this element while they're able to be the proactive element now and be an actual manager where they can, instead of just talking to machines and finding cross-reference parts, they can actually manage the people and have that relationship with their own techs and talk about the things that the human side of it, which is really why a, a real service manager today would be needed. Uh, you know, cause if, if this can be handled by uh, AI uh, experts in the field, uh, cross-referencing the parts and all that kind of stuff. I mean, all, all the service managers who are watching this right now have to have like a, a, a like their like a shoulder rub feeling right now they're getting. <laughs> because because it's like wow if i if i didn't have to do all this stuff i could literally manage the team and and help my people with the skills they need the human skills the soft skills those kind of things that they could take on that they're currently wasting the time on this kind of thing where it's already done and if you look at it for 30 dollars a month and i'm sure like the ai can handle 90 percent of it but when you get into a tough one you pay that 40 dollars extra for that support call and that support call 40 dollars it's you make that one incident, it stays with the whole incident, no matter how many times it takes to uh, handle that same problem uh, with that same customer, that's going to be, you're going to stick with it. I mean, that literally, you know, because I think about when I mentioned the Jeff Barnes thing, uh, I eventually had to stop with Jeff because his boss said, you kind of stop taking Joe Corsera's phone calls <laughs> because because you got a job here to do too. You can't just can't just be mentoring Joe, right? So uh, he was told to stop helping me. That's all the end of that story. Uh, although we still remain good friends, the bottom line is that uh, you, you follow me on that. It was like the, the, the supplier realized they couldn't scale that kind of help. And uh, I had nobody to go to who really had this kind of information. Matt, this is so well done. I mean, serious, if I could give uh, Blue on the Blue Ribbon Award for uh, things that people must have in today's environment, I would definitely award you guys that blue ribbon for things for HVAC, HVAC service companies, for sure. Whether it's commercial or residential, I can't believe that you guys are also doing uh, the commercial too and things like that. That's amazing. Well done, Matt. I appreciate that. And a couple more instances, there are a couple more uh, points that you just mentioned. So yeah, it's not just it's not just uh, residential. So it scales, you know, commercial up ladder. We're working with a lot of commercial folks, a lot of large commercial folks as well. Um, most importantly, the way we've structured everything is that it has to work for the user and it has to work for the owner operator to get it rolled out. So this is not like a multi-month training and onboarding and in one 30-minute meeting with service manager and the service techs, everybody gets linked and they're off to the races. Our internal team handles the onboarding, handles training videos and little nudges about how to use certain tools and whatnot. But the point is in literally in a day, like Starting from zero, if we have technician name, phone number, we can get the entire ecosystem up and running in a day. It's it's that simple and seamless. And the tools are intuitive. Once they use it, 
for one instance in their in their day in their workflow, well, then the idea of it is is cut and paste, right? There's no downstream nuance to either that or the search tool. So it had to be built in a fashion where it can't sound great on paper and then take six months to roll out and you know be super uh, burdensome to management or operations. So it's super simple, super easy to do um, as far as getting everything uh, up to speed and up and running. Well, definitely, you know, I'm a boomer. And so uh, I, I had it at a seminar. I had what, probably 60 people in a room. And somebody brought it to me. I'm like, this is, I was like, oh, I'm going to put it to the test in front of everybody. So we had 60 people. I'm like, well, let's go ahead and try it out. And I, I'm like, let me look at this thing. Okay, I got to do this. So even I, as a boomer, worked, worked through it. <laughs> so if I can work through it, any of the younger guys could. And I worked it and I did it in live. I said, Let, let's do a live support situation. Instantly connected to somebody. I asked them a question. It would be a common question about uh, a, a TXV or whatever type of a thing. He gave me the exact answers I needed. He gave me advice on what to do in front of the whole group. I had it on uh, in a group there. And I tell you what, uh, definitely blue on pass with flying colors. And, uh, you know, actually you have one of my clients, uh, Logan Marshall, who took on the service and now works with blue on. And that's what, that's really got me even closer to you guys. And definitely it's an honor to have an association with it. And I can see a time at our seminars, we're just going to use blue on and make sure that everybody has this tool because it's a, it's a super simple way to get that support you need. And uh, definitely uh, I think it's, I think you're changing the lives of people. You know, another element that I want people to understand the, the other standpoint Service techs, not only is it more efficient from the work and money process, but this is time that you would be able to spend with your family at night and with your children and the things that you love doing and the pa you're passionate about doing. So, so you're not having to, maybe, maybe it would take you from work until 6, 637 every night, only to 5, 530 <laughs> or, whatever, or whatever, right? And this is time that you could spend with your family. That's why I think, uh, I want everybody to know how I really believe this is is uh, making a positive difference in the life of everybody in the service industry. We've got Joe to that exact point. I can't hundreds of stories of our tech support over time doing exactly that. Hey, I really appreciate that you guys took my call at 5:30 on a Friday to get me on and off this job to get home and with my family, you know, for dinner because our guys are here. Our guys were those guys, right? So they all have that same lens and purview and been in that situation when there was no one call, right? So for us to provide that service from a human to human perspective and get that real feedback that, you know, Blue On's here and Blue On's got your back, that's what makes the whole thing work here. So I appreciate you, you noting that data point. Yeah, that's why I think it's, you know, you got, we got to figure out to make sure people understand the positive splash that's going to happen uh, because of the uh, technology information at, at your fingertips, how it gives you more time and gives you more life, right? That's really what, because uh, you know, nobody ever got an award for fixing more HAC problems. Uh, <laughs> when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to think about, man, I'm glad I, solved, I'm glad I solved that uh, TXV problem. You're going to say, man, I'm glad I had that more time with my daughter and my son and things like that. Those are the things that, that's what Blue Line kind of brings to the marketplace is uh, helping technicians uh, have more time for the real part of their life. I think that's the unintended consequence, which I think is really amazing. So thank you, Matt, for bringing this solution to us and letting us uh, help promote it as well. And by the way, I don't get anything out of this at all. I want everybody to know this is not a paid infomercial. This is just something I really believe in. And uh, and there's no endorsement fees or anything like that. Uh, if I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't have Matt here. And, uh, and I believe not just in Matt, but also the other people who are in that organization that 
are just at the heart of service. And that's really the number one thing. Matt, how do you find great people like that? What do you, what do you do to find great people like that? It's tough, man. It's, uh, it, it's tough, but there's, so what I, what I, what we, what we realized is, you know, the guy that's been doing it 25, 30 years in a normal contractor business, he kind of goes for the value curve, right? So he's expensive. He can't get on roofs anymore, right? There's, there's that whole kind of like some of them get sent out to pasture in a relative sense. And so what we found is those same guys to be able to work with us, you get to work from the comfort of your own home. Your day is problem solving all day. You know, you get on the phone and you deescalate, you, you train, you teach, and they genuinely get a thrill out of helping and problem solving. And so it's just a reorientation of, you know, they have the skill set to do all those things, but having them in a third party tech support, <clears throat> it's like a two part rejuvenation. I can't tell you the, some of the, you know, the older guys that we brought on who are now younger, right? It's like, they look younger, they feel younger, the energy's back, the vitality's back. And it's all just because of our tech support team and our ethos and how we go about, you know, handling that side of it. So. Well, Matt, thanks so much for that. Thanks for changing the lives of so many people, both the tech support people who now have a useful purpose, uh, the service, young service techs out there who uh, would just be unguided. I can't imagine the chaos. Every Definitely everybody who has an HVAC business or if you're uh, seeking to go into an HVAC business, <laughs> this would be number one of the first calls I would make would be to Blue On to make sure that we can down. How Do you just download the app and sign up for it? How does it work there, Matt? Yeah. So on the Blue On for Business side, you can just go to blueon.com. Uh, there's a whole self-service workflow, depending on what size of shop you are. If you're a smaller shop, you can just sign up and check out, you know, right there from the website. Um, and as a function of that, you'll download the app. It'll link to your online account and all that fun stuff. It's like, think of it as, you know, signing up for a cell phone plan. You go to AT&T, you sign up for the plan and then you get your device and off you go. If you're a larger shop, so call it enterprise level, uh, 20 and above, then there's a, a functional reach out and we do like a whole white glove onboarding and, and pitch and presentation, you know, service that's mostly handled by me and, and my team on the sales side. So it really just depends on what size uh, shop you are, how that workflow gets handled, but all of it goes through uh, the website. One point that I, I want to echo that you mentioned that was super important for the smaller guys, even the one man guy to call it, you know, 10 and under, it's like you can gain having a service manager for that thousand bucks a month. Your point on if you're a bigger shop and you have a service manager who can't do what he should be doing, you can now add a service manager for a thousand bucks a month, right? So it's a cool way to think about the deltas and differences on costs, right? Relative to scale, smaller shop, you might not be able to afford that $80,000, $100,000 guy until you get to that relative scale. But if you're you know, a four-man shop for 200 bucks a month to roll out the blue on for business ecosystem, Right, you're going to get that you know equivocal sense of of having access to that person. So it's just a cool way to think about the industry at large, how to scale it, and most importantly, how to make everyone faster and more efficient, which is happier lives, happier customers. Right, everyone wins in that in that equation. Matt, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate you, uh, and definitely, I will. I, I definitely service MVP. We'll get 100% effort behind it to support this notion. And uh, and any any anybody you want to send to me, say we'll just talk to Joe Crisara. He'll I'll I'll, I'll close the deal for you because I think it's such a seriously. People should be selling themselves on this. I don't have to sell anything. It's already there. It makes sense. So thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate that. Awesome, Joe. Appreciate you, man. Enjoy your weekend and uh, look forward to more conversations with you here. Thank you. Talk soon.